Africa is a continent awash in guns. It's not the most armed place in the world, but loose regulations have meant that Africa is a haven for people who sell guns and weapons. This week, though, one country said enough is enough. The tiny Indian Ocean island of Mauritius this week denied an operating license to a couple of gun runners. Mauritius said no to two men associated with jailed Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. Kathy Lynn Austin is executive director of the Conflict Awareness Project. She led a recent investigation into gun running in Mauritius as well as in South Africa and the United Arab Emirates. How did the island nation of Mauritius become uh, what you describe as an international gun running operation? Well, the arms traffickers were looking for a place of respectability, but also a place that would make it easy for them to do their business. This was an international arms trafficking ring. The tentacle stretched from South Africa to Australia to the United Arab Emirates to the United States. So an offshore nation, which seemed to be one of the best governed nations um, in Africa, this would provide them with both the infrastructure they needed to launch this gun running operation, but also the cover of respectability. So what kind of courage did it take for a little African island nation to withstand the pressure from gun runners? Was it an easy decision for Mauritius, do you think? I think Mauritius felt very much under pressure. Also, one of the ministers of the government was involved. His um, brother was the CEO of this particular company that was looking for this air operation certificate. Um, They were very concerned that this whole issue would implode on the honeymoon island of Mauritius. But nonetheless, the Mauritius government did the right thing. The Mauritius government said, look, we do not want these traffickers on our island. We're going to deny them this air operation certificate, and we're going to launch an investigation into the criminal activities, and we're going to cooperate with other countries of the world to uphold our international obligations and try to prevent these kinds of gun runners from taking advantage of our kinds of nations for weapons into other countries, other conflict zones like Somalia, Democratic Republic of Congo, and Syria. So the gun runners in question, Sergei Denisenko and Andrei Kosalapov, they are associated with convicted gun runner Victor Boot. Who are they? What do you know about them? Sergei Denisenko, Andrei Kosalapov were former lieutenants in Victor Boot's arms trafficking network. Sergei Denisenko is on a U.S. government special designated list. It means that it is illegal for any American entity to do business with him because of his ties to Victor Boot and because of his former arms trafficking activities in Africa. These arms traffickers were going to make a lot of money off of the lethal business they were hoping to conduct in conflict zones and busting UN sanctions. What we did discover is that there were a number of American individuals and companies who were also involved in this particular trafficking network. Hmm. Their operations could be considered in violation of U.S. law. Well, what does the U.S. Justice Department have to say about that? The U.S. government has issued a statement saying, in fact, any American businesses or individuals who are involved with Sergei Denisenko in this illicit trafficking network could be in violation of U.S. law. You know, there are something like 15 African countries at war right now. Why don't more countries in Africa try and put a stop to the arms and weapons dealers? Well, this is the point. I'm here in New York to present my findings before the United Nations delegates that are attending the Conference for the International Arms Trade Treaty Negotiations and to the world to basically say, look, here are very live arms trafficking networks. Here are the kinds of techniques they use to carry out their illicit operation. Here are the loopholes they exploit in domestic laws. 
What we need is a very strong arms trade treaty in place that creates an international regulatory system to curtail the activities of these arms trafficking middlemen. So I'm here in New York hoping that the United Nations and the governments of the world will do the right things and come out with a very strong arms trade treaty to regulate and curtail these kinds of activities. Kathy Lynn Austin, Executive Director of the Conflict Awareness Project. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me on your show.